Adventure Presentation. Welcome back to another Untitled Movie Review. I am one of your hosts, Matt Rohrbeck, alongside he's allergic to tomatoes, but he is tomato meter approved Eric Marchin. Matt, you gotta go to Rona's. Rona's, <laughs> okay. I was gonna say, uh, since you're allergic to tomatoes, you can't have a chili dog. No. Right? You've never had chili, I guess? No, like, I have. I, I mean, like, but I like, didn't... I. So my allergies started to become persistent in 2005. So before then, I was oh, eating... as you got older. Yeah. Like, I've, some people had, develop... Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if it was a childhood thing no. or, or whatever. So I'm holding up a Sonic the Hedgehog comic book, everyone. Because, fun fact, today we are reviewing Jeff Fowler's Sonic the Hedgehog Dose uh starring uh you know jim carrey james marsden ben schwartz tika stumper uh sumter uh natasha rothwell adam pally shamar moore uh, colleen uh, o'shaughnessy uh, uh idris elba and, and more um we might have mentioned this when we reviewed the first movie uh did we review the first movie i we probably know. We must care. have. It was right before the pandemic. Hey, shut up. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> Which um, I think that is probably one of the most interesting things about this. We've got a double franchise. dose of Sonic. It's only a pandemic franchise. Well, it's yeah, it's been bookended by the beginning of the pandemic. And, kind, and I mean, we're not. End. Yeah, we're not done it. But it kind I of used air like, quotes, everyone, because yeah. I don't. I went to the Blue Jays game yesterday and it was jarring with uh, with Ryan like, Hancock, right? Your yeah. Ryan um, Hancock. And. It was jarring the amount of people not wearing masks. Anyways, bask back to Sanic Did you have a chili hedgehog. dog while you were? I had a hot dog. And were you sucking delicious. on a chili nothing, dog outside? Nothing the better. Freeze? I wanted a chili dog for some. I also had a hot, a hot dog watching Hanukkah Sonic. dog. Um, <laughs> Kosher dog. I I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan as a kid. I, hence, I found this comic book. I had a whole bunch. They were all done by Archie Comics. And uh, such a hog head is in here. Um, when I was a kid, I'm wearing a Super Nintendo T-shirt, which is kind of you know uh, doesn't make sense for this. I mean, Sonic is now on Nintendo platforms, but back in the day, he was a big part of the console wars. But um, I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan um, on a Sega Genesis that my uncle Mark introduced me to. Loved those first two games and then uh, became obsessed with Knuckles the Echidna when Sonic and Knuckles came out and he was introduced that you could play the other games with Knuckles. It was a big thing. I watched the animated series, uh, had my dad draw me pictures of Knuckles. I was obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog and Knuckles the Echidna and Tails, a little cutie fox. Uh, so now, were you excited when you saw the fanfic online of Knuckles getting Sonic pregnant? No, there's a lot of weird. So Sonic the Hedgehog fans, like I was a fan when I was a kid. I still enjoyed, you know, playing the games as they, you know. You talked about we, this. We did review this. Uh, all this yes, is coming we did. back. It's now. probably I talked about how my dad picked up the one of the original Sega consoles and Sonic was one of the only Genesis, games that we yeah. had in uh, Major League Baseball. And then we played it once and never played it again. Sounds about right. Um, so that being said. I have a history with this hedgehog. And like I said, you're a hog. I, I feel like that plays a huge part in my opinion on both of these movies and who I think this movie appeals to. Because I feel like there's two very clear, distinct uh, groups of people that this movie appeals to. And if you do not fall into either of those groups, there is very little for you in this movie. Yes, and it's either children or man children. No. <laughs> 
sure you're not wrong you're not wrong but i mean people who are fans of sonic the hedgehog whether you are a man child or a woman child or uh, a a person child of of who likes sonic the hedgehog uh or if you are a literal child so technically um, it's anybody that kind of like grew up playing the games that are now in their 30s or 40s yeah so children small children (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we need to give like a if you want to you know Eric take it away what is Sonic the Hedgehog well I just want to quickly say I, I just made light of that and I, and I was being a little glib but I totally get what you're 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 saying because I, like you and, and, and I think you like them as much as I do as well like I love that first um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie to yeah. death like I get it's a five star film for me but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good movie right part of it is the nostalgia film critics because, watching it back then who had no you know attachment to Ninja Turtles yeah. or weren't a child <laughs> grew up watching the cartoon yeah. loved it to death had all the toys yeah huge fan of Krang <laughs> yeah same um so like i like i get what you're talking about and i like sonic too i didn't i didn't love sonic to the extent that you did but like i remember liking the character and liking the cartoon but mm-hmm. like the ninja turtles sonic the hedgehog is the one we're talking about with the yeah but ninja turtles for me and ninja turtle adjacent characters are in the same ballpark so like i remember loving ninja turtles and then also like biker mice from mars and street sharks yeah, same. and things yeah, like that same. and yeah so like make I, both I, of those I, into a movie <laughs> <laughs> together yeah. so like I, I i totally get where you're coming from and like i like for people that love it that are you know taking their kids to go and see it uh but essentially what sonic the hedgehog 2 is is a sequel to sonic uh the hedgehog uh the 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 title says it all uh but now we're following sonic kind of settling down and and enjoying his time on earth um he's kind of become this vigilante type character but also is trying to kind of be more uh of a hero or what the definition of a hero is in 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 that way and also just kind of trying to adapt to human life and you know have this family but he's also kind of missing a component of that which is friendship and so we see this character kind of burning the candles at both ends you know like he's going out at night and saving the day and then coming home and trying to kind of do the you know the regular sun kind of stuff and the bonding stuff and then on top of all of that you have dr robotnik who in the first movie you'll remember was banished to a mushroom planet uh and is now trying to figure out how to get back well how does he get back uh knuckles comes into play knuckles the echidna um who is the last of his kind and is voiced here by idris elba and is basically doing kind of like a drax kind of impression and a lot of this is kind of borrowing from mcu and marvel stuff specifically like it does kind of feel like an even more kid-friendly version of that kind of yeah it's 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 an echidna (laughs) kid-friendly version of guardians of the galaxy um and marvel movies in general it's very colorful it's very bright um it's it is uh very hyper stylized in its visuals um which i'm all fine with i think what bothered me the most with this movie is that tails is another character who's brought into it, who was in the post credit scene for the first movie and it's sort of their friendship. But I think what bothers me the most about this movie is I think that this could have been done in an hour and 45 minutes and not over Mm -hmm. two hours. And I think the other thing that kind of bothers me a little bit with the script Mm -hmm. 
One of which is uh, one of the screenwriters, uh, Josh Miller, uh, who's a really wonderful um, podcast host of uh, Best Movies Never Made. Oh, awesome. Um, he, like, mm. and I don't think it's him because like, I think he's a guy that actually brings some interesting stuff into it. Because like Jim Carrey at one point quotes Ash from Army of, uh, of Darkness when, mm-hmm. when repeating the, um, uh, the chant that you're supposed to say. Mm-hmm. So like, those are things that I know that are from him. Yeah. Um, but I think the sitcommy stuff, specifically all the scenes that take place in Hawaii and the wedding, dude, I'm absolutely with you. <laughs> it kind of feels like that is the the super indulgent, meaningless. Material. Or you needed to have the humans in the movie, so you needed to have them. Yeah, and it and it kind of like, does feel like oh, like you know, like Sonic's parents are are out on vacation, vacation or, or went yeah. to you know this destination wedding. So Sonic is doing his risky business thing at home, but then he has to kind of like pull it all back. And then there are like subplots within the Hawaiian wedding that are ridiculous. And there's there a was moment, a point. There's, there's a, a point. Reveal, where I, yes, and there's I, a reveal. There's a, but that reveal in my theater got a huge. Oh my god! Like a genuine like shock. People yeah. did not well, see that coming. Yeah, children and and whatever. But like, oh, there was a point. There were a point during that. I will kick it off by saying I thoroughly enjoyed the shit out of this movie, um, and I do agree with everything you are saying. Like, I absolutely agree that it is a little bit too long, and that everything in Hawaii uh, feels completely useless <laughs> and yeah. like and does not need to be in the movie and it almost is like well we have james marsden like i thought it was good to get them away from sonic and then also have sonic interacting with other cg characters that are more on his wavelength like knuckles and tails and then have that kind of you know that antagonistic relationship with knuckles having the friendship with tails and having them paired up like i like that pairing so much more than him and james marsden like it's just i I enjoyed this movie way more than i enjoyed the first movie and although um, i liked james marsden i didn't have a problem necessarily with him or or tika sumter for that matter i I agree. I think Adam, like Adam Pauly is someone that I don't need to spend more than <laughs> yeah. like two minutes I liked with. It. I still, I laugh at him whenever, he, but yeah. I agree that he's used not sparingly, but he's in little enough that I'm fine with him. But he's um, in this a lot more than is necessary. I agree. I agree. And so with is, all of so that. is Jim Carrey's henchman. Like, I feel uh, like all of that. Agree. At the mean agree with all of that. Terrible. Agree. Mean being great reference to Dr. Robotnik's mean being machine. Um, I, but I like that pairing. Like here, here's what it felt more like Sonic, the animated series or Sonic. Like what I know is Sonic interacting with tails and interacting with knuckles. It's not Sonic interacting with a human, right? Like that's why I like that pairing more. I think there was nothing wrong with James Marsden in the first movie. And like, I think the first movie is very serviceable and, and as is this one, just a little bit more than the first to me. And, um, I just had a really, really good time with it. I agree that there was a moment in that Hawaii stuff where I turned to Nevis and I was like, why are we spending so much time on this? <laughs> like, like there was a moment where like a whole B plot or C plot where I'm just like, there is no reason this is in the movie. It's like saved by to, the bell goes to Hawaii. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it is. It, it's I'm like, the, I'm watching a Sonic movie. I don't need this. The kids don't need this. Their parents don't need this. It feels like it's from a completely different movie. And it's just like, I like the idea of going, okay, Let's focus on Sonic and the Sonic characters in this movie. Uh, let's bring Dr. Robotnik to 11. Let Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey. Um, 
And let's focus on that stuff. Let's get the human characters away from all this stuff. We'll bring them back in at the end, obviously. But like, then they kept going to the Hawaii stuff. And I just felt like just, you could have cut all of that out. <laughs> like every single Hawaii thing you could have cut out. And maybe you have a thing at the end where it all comes full circle and they have to get caught up with them again. Cause you have James Marsden and you have that cast that you need to bring in. That being said, as Like I kicked off the review by saying there's two specific groups. If you are nostalgic for Sonic the Hedgehog and you were a big fan when you were a kid and there's some people who are still big fans of the character now, whether it's the games and things. And there's a whole fandom that is obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. And um, I think if you fall in that group, you're going to find something to enjoy in this movie whether it's just the interactions between sonic and tails uh, the interactions with knuckles as an antagonist seeing jim carrey as this very over-the-top classic jim carrey kind of hate it or love it performance as robotnik um it is very much a kid's movie though like more so than you know, uh, like what we mentioned, a Marvel movie or, or something like that. Like this is made for very young children. So I think that's the other side of it. If you have very young kids, then I think they are really going to enjoy the crap out of this movie. And I feel like if you're a Sonic fan, you're maybe not going to like love the movie, but there's going to be enough stuff in there that keeps you satisfied and goes, you know what? This is a pretty solid you know, little franchise we have going with this character that shouldn't necessarily work, but it has worked in both of these movies. And I feel like this movie more than the first one brings in a lot of weird Sonic lore. It brings in a lot of those Sonic characters and like uh, the chaos emeralds and like, uh, yeah, well the master uh, emerald, like we should mention. So the main through line in the story plot wise is that Sonic and Tails are going after this master emerald that Knuckles is also interested in, and then Robotnik, uh, through Knuckles, becomes fascinated by, and that whoever has it can basically destroy the universe or control Mm -hmm. it in the way that they, they want to. And so you have Sonic and Tails going to Siberia and you know, hunting down for puzzle pieces. And this is where like, I feel like the video game adaptation aspect comes into play where like, it's like the puzzle pieces or the, the, there's the, different the treasure Sonic would go to, right. The treasure hunts, these, yeah. right. Like to get like this piece of the puzzle in order to this find chaos what you're emerald, looking for. Right. Even yeah. though in this movie there it's, it's together as the master emerald, but the chaos emeralds are all a big part of the Sonic video games and stuff it's, like that. And it's I feel like, like Dragon Ball Z as well. A little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. You yeah. collect the seven emeralds or whatever it is. It might be five or six. I'm not fully. Well, even in the last my, sequence of the movie, my, yeah. it becomes very much like Dragon yeah, Ball to- Z. totally. And that's very Sonic though, too. Those are all from the games, right? So I feel like people who are a fan of this character and of the animated series when you were a kid and things like that, like I feel like this very much feels like you know that animated series I loved as a kid, and like, and I could only imagine being a kid and and just really and like again, it's one of those movies like you said with Ninja Turtles. It's like it's not a great movie, but if you're a kid, this movie rules and like and then i feel like that's to me makes for a successful kids movie like i think the best kids movies are obviously the ones we reference that have a lot in there uh both from an intellectual standpoint and from an enjoyment standpoint that kind of appeals to both kids and adults like that's clear like the pixar movies spider-verse like there's those movies that are a step above your typical kids movie right Um, but I think sometimes just a very solid, perfectly fine kids movie 
especially when it's about Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, I think this movie accomplishes exactly what it sets out to do and does it pretty well. Like, I found myself smiling throughout most of it just from all the different references I could see or just like really digging, you know, um, uh, this version of Sonic and him coming into his own and building these other characters, like bringing uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy from, she does the voice of, of tales in all of the games and just having her do that voice and having, I think Ben Schwartz, I really like as Sonic and then um, Knuckles being one of my favorite characters as a kid and, and having him be that kind of Drax himbo kind of, character is is a kind of fun choice and i just like i had fun and i'm a 33 year old man who just has this nostalgic you know uh kind of soft spot for sonic the hedgehog and um i just really thoroughly enjoyed it man and then i thought about you know all the kids in the audience were having a great time and like uh, you know, I think that length thing is a very valid criticism, especially being a kid's movie and a kid's movie through and through. Like there was one young uh, girl in my audience that you could tell was starting to get a little restless by the end because it's over two hours, right? Like it's what, two hours and six minutes or something. Yeah. And she started like having to, you know, walk around the theater and her parents kind of chase her. And she was behind us at one point. She started singing Oh Canada. And I'm like, it was, it was funny, but like, it was like, you know, at the two hour point, you're like, okay, some young kids are going to start to feel a little drained uh, by this movie. And I feel like the Hawaii stuff doesn't really work. You know, the jokes, like for every joke that hits, you have two that doesn't. And like, it's all that kind of classic stuff, you know, the, you know, classic kid jokes from fart stuff to, you know, just, uh, you know, very zany Jim Carrey kind of thing. And then I just like going back to Jim Carrey, like, um, it seems it it reminds me of those Jim Carrey movies uh, that were either, you know, we liked as a kid, but I think didn't weren't super critically loved back when we were young too. And I feel like this just kind of falls into another one of those where Nevis was like, he's giving me big Grinch vibes watching this movie. And I'm like, yeah, it's cause that's Jim Carrey doing, you know, a villain or Jim Carrey doing a zany character. And it has basically, it feels like a Jim Carrey performance ripped from the nineties or, or, or something like that, where, um, it's just very over the top. I love the look of Robotnik. I love, you know, you, you got him in his little floating kind of car thing from the games. And there's so many little things that like that, that I was just like, man, you, that you, you can tell that there's care. Like after they got all that feedback from that first trailer with the Sonic, with the teeth and stuff like that, like, I feel like they did a complete 180 and they're like, all right, we got to kind of make this very like. You know, we have to make them look like from the games and we got to throw in references from here because this fan base does, uh, you know, care about that stuff. And um, I think the movie does a good job with all of it. And I think it's a solid kids movie that I had that I had fun with. It's not perfect. I think it's not a great movie, but a lot of uh, those kind of kids movies aren't. And I just feel like it's rough around the edges, but uh, I had a pretty good time with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I again, I get where you're coming from. I just wish that it worked the same way on me. I just kind of found it to be a little bit of a slog and like it overstayed its welcome when the first one was like, oh, that was charming and, and you know, like a, a fun watch and what have you. And then this is just like, okay, like, okay, we're getting more of this, more of the same. Um, as much as I think Idris Elba's performance is good, I think that he's miscast, at least in the sense of, the voice is so because he is he's using his British his own British accent 
there is something there that is almost a little too posh for the way that Robotnik continually treats him throughout. And, and you mentioned Himbo. Like, I, I think someone like Channing Tatum would yeah. have been better suited to, because every time they call him dumb or, you know, they say something, I'm, I'm not buying that. Yeah, I'm, he's out of touch. Well, he is supposed to be like a warrior. I know, I like, get that, uh, yeah. but I don't get that from Idris Elba's voice because it is so beautiful and, and so sure. regal in its, its, his delivery that it's, it's like... So you're basically saying this guy who has almost this Shakespearean dialect is is an. But that's idiot. part of it. Why I like though, like I, I, it didn't work for the, me. Yeah. And then like Jim Carrey's performance, like I felt that he was just completely phoning it in, and like the costume and the makeup does more work than even he's doing at this point. He's just completely uninterested in the material. Ah, see, um, I don't agree with I, that at all. I thought that uh, Tails was a bit of a pervert. They don't they don't even really explore that much in 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 this. <sighs> where one. Like, you mentioned that to me and I'm like, it's like, yeah, it's, there's a line, there's a line joke, about but... like, you know, Sonic asks like, when, like, when do I shower Even in the or, what shower or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, that's a trick question. Cause you actually bathe. And it's like, Oh, it's not, like, and, and tails even says like, he's a watcher. Like he's a guy that sits there and does like the, mm-hmm. the you know, the man he, in the chair. Yeah. He, yeah. He's like Ned, you know, um, from, from Spider-Man. But like, there was something kind of perverted about that, that I think kind of worked for like adults, but like kids, it's like, why would you put this in a kid's movie? And again, I know that like with, you know, TMNT two, you have, you know, the ninja rap. And then with this, for some reason you have a dance off with uptown funk and he's just like Siberian. It just kind of feels that feels weirdly already dated. That's a very kids moment too. Yeah. And I agree with that. I, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, I do disagree with the Jim Carrey thing where I feel like it's again, maybe in the sense, I don't think Jim cares. I don't (laughs) in the sense that it's derivative of other zany characters he's played. If you're saying that that's phoning it in, I kind of understand that. But uh, uh, to me, I take that as him, you know, his bread and butter and that he, to me seems like he's at least having fun or else he wouldn't be doing these movies. Although he's talked about that he wants to retire, which I totally understand too. Um, but I think he crushes it in both of these movies as Robotnik. Like I, th- I like his performance, and I, I, I think I like his interpretation of, uh, of Robotnik. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and then I, that's why I go back to like I, it totally makes sense that you just this doesn't vibe with you, right? Like if you don't have a very like you said, you like the cartoon and you you liked the character, but it it's not this strong thing from your childhood that you really love and right? also there's not and a like, lot there when it comes to the sonic mythos like i get doing you know these movies because they're successful they're obviously hitting that 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 audience demographic that they need to and they're doing really well and i don't mind like them making movies but then it's like okay you know they're setting up a third one already, which isn't surprising. But then they're also thinking about expanding it into a like a spinoff, a yeah. knuckle spinoff, but also like a other TV series. And it's like, okay, how much of this is too much? There's a lot of Sonic stuff, dude. Like even if you look through like this comic I have, like there's so many characters that aren't like even that you can. They're gonna do a ton with this stuff, and it made oh, a ton I, of money. Oh, I do, this but weekend. but I just feel that it's like okay, like it still does kind of feel a little thin to do that much with it to do multiple sure. series. Multiple I don't know movies. where else you go when you've already done Chaos Emeralds. You've shown Sonic's kind of backstory between the owls and the echidnas. Kind of, it's very silly, and and you know, it's that's what it is. But 
Um, yeah, I don't know how much is there from a plot standpoint or a story standpoint or, or where you can keep going. That's not going to feel kind of samey. Like I'm very interested of what the hell in knuckles, um, TV show looks like, like, again, not something that even me who's enjoyed both of these movies and loves that character when I was a kid needs a paramount plus show about it, but I loved the animated show as a kid. So maybe there's a kid's show that you can make from here. That would be whether it's a prequel of like. Uh, knuckles and that and the echidna race of, of warriors and stuff in that in that other world that sonic comes from but um and with tails i just i i don't know i love that little cute fox and i liked his I find gadgets him and like um, <laughs> i don't like him <laughs> i i love tails dude you have i just i, I like love, knuckles I, and i, I love like the, sonic and 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 i just there's something I, I about the tails that always bothered me where like he's just so annoying uh-huh. he is like that kid brother that you have where it's like sure but here they're trying to make him more like they're they are trying to make this and that's the other thing like again like i know it's there it, it's shortcuts because it is a kid's movie but to make that friendship so concrete they're relying even, on you already knowing that they're yeah. best friends which i yeah, to me kids movie sure they're they're friends right away sonic's looking for a friend he tails likes it to and, watch uh, you're obsessed with that i just don't it's weird I, it is so weird that this character is like i've been watching from my you know my system i'm the guy that likes to perv on you it's how long weird. do you think what's the time difference between the first movie and this one a year Probably it doesn't feel that long. And I mean, it doesn't actually even feel that long since we had the first movie because the pandemic time has worked. Doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. A couple of years. So it almost felt like we were getting like Sonic two like less than a year from, uh, from the first movie, which it's been more than that. Right. It's been two years. It's almost two years. Exactly. Cause the first one came out right before the pandemic. It was in like February, right before it came out. Right. Yeah. Uh, Or before. Yeah. I remember that. And then uh, one of the last movies a lot of people saw right before everything kind of shut down. But um, yeah, going back to like Easter egg stuff, like I love the Mean Bean um, reference. There's a, you see Robotnik's OG costume at one point, the air bubble in the water um, when Sonic is uh, in the water at one point and and going back to him not being able to swim and, and things like that. Like there are little things in there that if you are a hardcore fan that I feel like you will find constantly stuff throughout the movie. And I just like the look of Sonic and Tails and Knuckles. And and, and again, I, those, I do like those. I, um, I do like their design. Yeah, which they've completely improved from that, <laughs> that weird original version that they were going to do. And I feel like they've taken these last two years to kind of really – focus on the design of these characters and they it works weirdly seamlessly to me like in with like a lot of times when you have that like cg character in a live action world kind of thing like it it can be awkward and then uh but i think jim carrey's on the same level as them so he you know i think he he's so ridiculous looking and like everything that he's doing that it almost feels like he is a cg character at times too and then uh um yeah i could do without his sidekick i could do without a lot of the human cast like i almost don't even like i would almost prefer if these you know took place on these other universes or worlds that they've kind of shown and just have been all cg characters and stuff like that like you could make a fully cg movie but you always kind of have to bring it back to humans and earth to kind of have a hook for certain audiences and stuff like that but yeah and man the I, other thing i i gotta say as well that i don't understand character wise with both of these movies is the sister-in-law i don't understand yeah. why she hates yeah we brought that up in the first one james marsden yeah it, it's like i get it if like okay he's a cop yeah but also 
he seems like the nicest human being. Like I would like something where it's like to know like specifically that backstory, what it that is. origin story, Paramount Plus series, baby. Let's probably, go. probably, but, but like it just it's it that also kind of plays into like the classic stereotypical sitcom thing where you have totally. the usually it's the mother in law or the father in law that hates the person that their child the is yeah yeah and here and that's 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 the supplement here where it's like the sister-in-law just no matter it's what, a subplot hates, that um, is completely unnecessary yeah <laughs> it's just it's so stupid like, and it just doesn't make any sense it. like i would yeah. get it if like she, he did something in the past like ruined something or said i forget something if they or... even explain that in the first movie no they don't and like no yeah. they don't because they, it's just like she hates him and it's like how could you hate this guy who's like like the nicest human being ever <laughs> yeah uh again it's one of those kids movies that's like, is it a great film? No. Is it a fun kids movie? I think yes. Uh, if you like Sonic the Hedgehog or you had any nostalgic kind of um, history with the character, like I think you should absolutely go see the movie and I think you'll enjoy it. Um, but that being said, like it, it's I'm going to give it a three and a half. Like I think it's a seven out of ten movie. Like it doesn't all work. It is too long um there's some subplots that feel completely unnecessary not every joke hits it's very much kid focused um you know none of that I, I like the last action set piece um with the giant dr robotnik uh robot which but, is kind of again like um, a combination of dragon ball z and power rangers yeah I, I, and that's the kind of shit that, that i loved as a kid and i think it's colorful like you said the jokes are silly enough that I think kids will be la uh, like laughing because there's enough physical comedy that, um, you know, not a great movie, but like a fun kids movie. So it's like a seven out of 10, a 3.5 out of five for me. I like the army of darkness reference. Um, I liked that Josh Miller got a paycheck and, um, it's bright and colorful and, and I get it. I, I totally understand it. Do I love it as much as TMNT and 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 the sequel, The Secret of the Use? No, God, no. no. But I I, I understand it, but I still just I don't have that affinity for mm -hmm. Sonic, even though I, I I am very much aware of the character and the lore and things mm. like that. So I'm giving it a two out of five. Yeah, and that's uh, again I can't even be mad <laughs> because like I think I get both of our perspectives, and I think those are the perspectives that you're gonna have in this movie. If you don't have a kid. And you have no attachment, kidnap. yeah, or an attachment to Sonic the Hedgehog. This movie's not for you. <laughs> it's yeah. not for you. You're not gonna enjoy it. It there's not much there. Um, Why are you, you seeing it if you're not if you yes, don't have a kid or you don't have? I agree. That or you have to connection. review it or yeah. something like that. Well, that's right? th that's different. Like I mean, like it, we're not talking to people that are going to go to see it to review it because it's already out. Like mm -hmm. if you're just going into this movie, like. Oh, I want to see Sonic 2 and 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 I have I feel like if you want Sonic to one. see if you want to see if you're a paying member of the public and you want to see Sonic 2, I will be hard pressed that you're not like that was pretty good. <laughs> like that's my mentality here. Right. Like I I can't unless I can't you are fathom. an adult that doesn't care for it but you are taking your kids to see it because they do. Yes. There you go. That's the other category of like, you might be happy your kid had enjoyment in it, but if you have no, it's a babysitter for like two it hours. It really is. Yeah. So there's another, yes, I agree that the parents bringing their kids 
there will be a lot of parents that if they don't know anything about Sonic the Hedgehog are going to be like, oof, this is a kid's movie for yeah. sure. <laughs> so I get it. I'm going to be watching this another 30 times, aren't <laughs> yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Um, like, but- I'm just thinking like now, like when like my nephew is of a certain age, like yeah. I'll be taking him to these movies and I'll just be like, Hi, I'll take him because I'm I love Sonic the Hedgehog, man. And like that I I it does it's a whole other conversation of like, yeah, our parents had to do that when they brought us to Ninja Turtles or my parents brought me to Power Rangers or the Pokemon movie or something Digimon. like that, right? Like all those kind of movies that are fucking bad. They're not good movies. And like this could be placed you, into TMNT that. Too, I think TMNT both TMNT are movies are legitimately good. not the third one though. Turtles <laughs> no, in no. Time is pretty bad. Um the first two are very like I just love the look of New York. York and everything in those movies there's a lot to find to to enjoy in those movies but i think objectively, well, even the michael like, bay remakes weren't awful like yeah. i actually kind of liked them even though the, the the turtles themselves were more like what the original the sonic, sonic was yeah supposed to they, be <laughs> i agree so i feel like every generation has that series of kids movies that are just like these are for kids or for people who have some sort of attachment to this character and but we need to get street shark we need to get uh motor uh, uh biker mice from biker mars, mice yeah. from mars and then we also need to get bucky o'hara uh big screen live adaptations I love it. do you think we'll get any of those one day uh, i mean i didn't think i'd get a sonic movie and now we have two and a potential third film and franchise beyond i mean that, dude so. it made 70 million this weekend we're getting a lot of sonic the hedgehog i hope you're ready <laughs> yeah i mean it's fine I, it could be worse it could be a lot worse it could be yeah. another morbius so um no i mean like we could get uh, uh one of those things like i i wouldn't be surprised if like because of sonic doing so well where that you'll have studios being like looking okay. at other 90s kind of yeah and biker things. mice from mars street shark bucky o'hara like all those characters kind of fit in that group gargoyles does disney ever yeah. do a live action gargoyles movie oh bring back keith david as uh goliath i wouldn't be, be surprised i would love a live action gargoyles although movie. the gargoyles i mean i talked about it on the regular show it does get into some very dark places well, like there's one I mean. episode where like, brooklyn yeah. shoots uh the cop character with her gun by mistake because he's playing with it as like a toy and he shoots her and it's like wow this is dealing with like some really dark issues for a kids show um thank you all for listening or watching we really really do appreciate it i think you got both perspectives of sonic the hedgehog from this review um if you like this we have a lot more stuff you guys can check out right now we have a review for a movie we absolutely loved everything everywhere all at once which is now playing in wide release so if you're in a there should be a theater in your city that's playing it unless you're in a small town then you might have to go to a a, a bigger city but, but it is also expanding um, in the coming weeks yeah. as well so hopefully it will be playing uh, near you soon uh we have the review for the first four episodes of moon knight speaking of some mcu stuff uh morbius which eric mentioned the oh, bubble oh. Uh, sonic the hedgehog is a masterpiece compared oh. to those two movies i'll watch that um, 12 times over yeah uh, and then Richard Linklater's Apollo 10 and a half space age childhood. So go check those out. Uh, we have interviews with the Daniels and Ki Hui Kwan for um, uh, everything everywhere all at once. So go check those out on our main feed, the untitled movie podcast feed. And then we just put up our 120th draft where it was ultimate Bayhem. Uh, we talked about Michael Bay. We talked about Vin Diesel's Instagram announcing Brie Larson for Fast 10. We talked about Mad Max Fury Road. We talked about what we've been watching. We talked about Spider-Man No Way Home again on Blu-ray. CinemaCon, Cannes, uh, tons of stuff. So go check out that as well.
um one-stop shop for everything just head over to letterboxd which is untitled underscore movies our hq we post all of our video links all of our reviews everything over there so go check that out and as always my name is matt Rohrbeck. you can find more of my work around the internet but mostly at untitledmoviepodcast.com and you can follow me on all social medias at matt Rohrbeck. And I'm Eric Marchin. You can find more of my video reviews on rogerstv.com slash cinemascene and on the social medias at EM6211. Until next time. Tails is definitely a peeping Tom. <laughs> Gotta go fast, baby.